Hello, this is Roy Lilly. You know, as so far moments go, it was right up there. One goal difference, a fleeting moment of history etched forever on a trophy and our memories. I will remember watching the 1966 World Cup, a flickering black and white telly with an aerial draped around a coat hanger hanging from a picture rail. <laughs> Most of you listening to this won't have a clue what all that kit was. I'll just add it was a portable telly. Well, it had a handle. It weighed a tonne and was state-of-the-art. It never occurred to me I might meet my maker without seeing our nation win the World Cup again. I'm just doing my best to hang on. <laughs> and, and now the talk is how women footballers are being treated. Nike are not selling replica Mary Earps goalkeeper shirts, Mary being the English ladies goalkeeper, despite her winning the Golden Gloves Award for Keeper of the Tournament. So if you're thinking of buying any sports kit, make sure it's not Nike. If you're having to fork out for back to school shorts and stuff, don't buy Nike and boycott Nike. It's what they deserve, I think. And Erps has launched her own brand, and there's a link to that in the e-letter today, so you can buy that. And there's the money thing, equal pay. The chief of the numpties who run the world footy is Gianni Infantino. He said, women have the power to convince us men what we have to do. I don't think any of us would take much convincing that we need some new numpties. Add to that that neither Stuart Andrew, who is the Minister for Sport, Rishi Sunak, who is this week's Prime Minister, the Prince of Wales, who is the President of the FA, and His Royal Highness Charles, King, could be bothered to get on a plane and wave a flag. I think it's insulting. Charmer, Mr Trick, he's focused on showing us what a good bloke he is and how Labour understands the working man and woman. An economy round trip would have put him right in the frame. The money thing is really interesting. Football is a business and survives on the income from ticket sales and advertising, which is made more valuable by exposure on TV, from which derives more money. Men's football attracts advertisers for things which most of us probably wouldn't think were great role products for our kids, beer and betting, which is on the way out. Plus, sports kit companies who are charge impossible eye-watering rip-off amounts for, of money for replica shirts and add to that a second-hand car dealer, an airline and some mystery software companies. Heaven knows what the rationale is. The likelihood of influencing buying decisions seems pretty slim. You either like Budweiser or you don't and the stadiums are packed with people who are more likely to buy a holiday ticket to Portugal than they are the Emirates. Who buys engine oil these days? Castrol are wasting their money and procurement for software products? Well, no one understands it. The simple truth is, men don't buy very much. Women do. Over 80% of purchases and purchase influence are made by women. Women are the primary grocery shopper. Women drive the global economy, controlling about $31.8 trillion in consumer spending. Women make the majority of daily household expenditure decisions and on larger financial decisions, finding a mortgage, research shows that two-thirds of men and women say they make these decisions together. 
Women are far more likely to influence spending, and that means women's football is a whole new area of advertising to explore. A shirt with Tesco, Asda, Dove or L'Oreal is much more likely to yield recognition than revenues uh, and revenues than Standard Charter or Umbro. Women have long been the primary target of many marketeers, not just because they make up roughly half of the world's, the entire world's population, but because of their sheer buying power. I can see revenues from the women's game outstripping men's football simply because of the women's influence over buying decisions. If there is a god of fairness, women footballers should be paid a shed load more than men. So where does this leave us? Well, it should leave us thinking the majority of people the NHS cares for are women. The majority of carers are women. And the majority, three quarters of the workforce, are women. Women are substantially underrepresented, 37%, in senior positions across the NHS. The NHS is not woman-friendly, and the whole thing looks like an own goal. We need to fix this, and it's no place for the numpties. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye.